the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in, Rob Black in your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. What's on your financial mind? Oh, there's a lot to talk about. Can you invest in Donald Trump? Uh, typically not a good idea to go after something that's already got the momentum and quote-unquote the lead. Facebook active advertisers jumped to 3 million. Facebook announced it now has 3 million businesses who are active advertisers, which is a 50% jump in one year. It's pretty impressive. Uh, Facebook's got a lot of growth, in large part because they still don't have TV dollars in their pockets. They're getting there. And I can tell you, two-screen experience means something totally different, right? Two-screen means, like, while you're watching The Walking Dead, you can see on your phone kind of a Walking Dead facts and figures and something coming up. But to me, I think all families now are two-screen families, if not more. Where when they watch TV, they're also on their phones. Uh, when they're eating dinner, they're also on their phones. And I've got a little you know, confession to make. Um, and this is sad. But, you know, when I go to lunch by myself, which is often because I don't have friends, I check out USA Today. I check out Business Insider. I check out Facebook. That's the only time I ever look at Facebook. Um, I check out some Yahoo Sports to see if anything is happening in that part of the world for me. Um, I'll take a look at the Wall Street Journal. I'll take a look at Bloomberg. Uh, and that's about it. And I kind of rotate through those. So, and then when I've done four or five of them, it's time to pay the bill and go home. Uh, that's kind of, you know, the idea of looking up at the TV at, you know, a restaurant now is gone. It's now looking down at my phone. Auto sales were up in February, helped by cheap gas and easy credit. Several automakers reported substantial increases in sales in the United States. Consumers continued to take advantage of cheap gas and easy credit to bury, to, you know, to uh, bury our, our depression, our sadness about uh, the divisive issues in the United States. And at least I got a nice car. It's funny. Um, in my 20s, 
Well, in my teens, I made a promise to a woman. She was an old older woman who said, you know, I'll sell you my car for 200 if you promise to, to drive it until it dies. And I did. And I didn't realize that Toyotas were so well made at that point in time and they're incredibly easy to fix. It lasted another 10 plus years. So in my 20s, I'd go out on dates. Oh, the car didn't have air conditioning. Um, I'd go out on dates where, like, you know, do you want to drive? And, like, instantly she'd be like, what's, what's up? I'd go to business meetings where I would, you know, wear a T-shirt in the car, knowing that I was going to put on my real shirt, my button down, until I got to the business and I parked at least, you know, three or four blocks away. Um, because my, I was too sweaty. I lived on the East Coast, and between New York City and Washington, D.C., you know, summers can get to 100 degrees with lots of humidities. And if you go into, like, a parking garage, you feel like it's 120 degrees. Um, so I remember those days well, and it stuck with me. My first brand-new car is going to be when I turn 50. Um, I'm just practical, and that stinks. I'm not romantic. I don't want to sit on the couch and make out with you for 45 minutes. Um, I'm practical. Sorry. U.S. private sector adds 214,000 jobs in February. That bodes well for the United States. Job market's pretty healthy. Retirement is looking even worse for Americans. A lot of studies are coming out right now. And the odds of a woman being in poverty at age 75 or 80% greater than for a man. There's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, the workforce and Social Security, the number of years you put in, your top three years earning issues along those lines can help determine how much Social Security you can get. So I'm one of those guys who maxes out my Social Security, so I'm going to get a max payout in Social Security. It's good to be my spouse because you'll inherit that from me. If you're the spouse who stays at home and takes care of the kids, you're not earning, you know, credit in time, and you're not getting that first raise from 40000 to 45, 45 to 50, 55 to 60, 60 to 70, where you're paying more Social Security. And men tend to marry a little bit younger, sometimes a lot younger. Um, I know one 65-year-old man who just got engaged to a 30, 32-year-old woman. I'm like, whoa, there's a good chance... He, you know, he's dead by the time she hits 40. And uh, I don't know. It's kind of a sugar daddy relationship on a lot of levels uh, without the extremeness of the sugar daddy. Just she has the father figure issue. And that's all I'm going to say to avoid getting into trouble. 800 Drop me an email, rob at roblackshow.com. Rob at robblackshow.com. What is the phone number? 516-1220? To get your calls on the air. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I know when I give away tickets, people call. So I know there's callers out there. Don't be shy. Add something. Tell me what your favorite TV show is. Tell me if you like Game of Thrones and HBO, publicly owned by Time Warner. Um, should HBO and all the product that they have, is it better than Netflix? I think it is. If you were to throw in Time Warner movies and Time Warner TV shows. Uh, so why isn't Time Warner being valued like Netflix? It's a good question. It's got a similar asset. Yeah, Game of Thrones. So George R.R. R. Martin 
He's an incredibly slow writer. And this is the year where all of his books have already been addressed on the screen. So starting in about three months, people who are book readers are going to see stuff on the screen that they've never even heard about or thought about or possibly is there. Now, George R.R. R. Martin is going out and saying, hey, book readers, I got your back covered. I'm going to have some stuff in the books for you down the road that is on the TV show. Um, but I bet book readership goes down. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, certainly it's gone up because of the TV show. But going forward, when we learn that Jon Snow is the brother of the Cleese or maybe they're going to get married and something along those lines, and he can warg into a wolf to save himself, he's not really dead. When we learn that you know he is the promised land person, the rightful heir to the throne, the Game of Thrones will be over. Musical chairs will be done. And for the record, I'm probably 180 miles away from the correct... Uh, uh, way that plays out. Mortgage application volume fell almost 5%. And this is interesting. It's not because of higher rates. It's low rates. It's just refinance applications are declining. And people who wanted to refinance, they've been able to for the last five years at these low rates. And with you know real estate prices continuing to march higher, uh, a lot of people who want to buy are being priced out. Mark Pincus is out as CEO for the second time at San Francisco-based Zynga. The only thing I like about Zynga, not get word with friends, no. Not Farmville, no. Not Mark Pincus, no. He is one of the most detestable people on the planet to me. He was a bad CEO, and he was bad to people that worked for him. Um, but he, he, he made millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars for himself. Um, but not for shareholders. I think that should be criminal. Um, but Zynga's got an iconic building in San Francisco that they bought in 2012 that's worth a lot of money. That's the only reason to potentially like the shares of Zynga is that they could be a real estate play in a weird way. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. I try not to talk politics. I've lived in Washington, D.C., where you just don't do it. Um, and I found that a lot of people, you know, you can talk about genocide of 7 million people and they don't get affected. But if you talk about a Republican or a Democrat, they're willing to knock you off Facebook forever and ever. So I don't do it. The presidential cycle, for the most part, ebbs and flows with four-year election cycle for the past 82, 182 years. There's been wars, there's been bear markets, there's been recessions, um... They tend to start in the first two years of the president's term. Stock traders' almanac, bull markets, 
uh, in prosperous times marked the latter half of a presidency. So that's worthy of note. Historically, you would think Republicans are better at getting returns on Wall Street than Democrats as far as presidents go, but it's not true. Neither really have much of a lead. But if you take a look back, you can certainly see that uh, the Clinton years were very good for Wall Street. And if you give Obama credit for coming in after things started falling apart, um, things have been pretty good during his eight years as well. You know, the last six for sure, not necessarily the first two. Anyhow, and anyway, try not to think with a crystal ball, because crystal balls, they're kind of iffy at best. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton, talk a little financial planning action. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. Chad, got an email. Says, listen to you on podcast every day. I've got a question about backdoor Roth IRAs. My wife and I are both 35 and want to contribute to Roth IRAs. Our AGI, adjusted gross income, is above 193000 We are both public employees with a pension, CalPERS, and we maximize our 457 contributions each year at $18,000 each. I have been told before that since we have public pensions, we are not allowed to open traditional IRA accounts that can then convert to a Roth. I know that I cannot have a pre-tax IRA because of the pension and the also because we max out our 457s. But is it still possible as an employee with a pension to open an IRA with after-tax money and convert it that to a Roth? If so, are there any complications that I need to be aware of in light of my situation? Very complicated question. One of the reasons I'm glad you're in the business, because there's a lot of phrases in there like backdoor Roth? <laughs> 457? Yeah, I know the 457. It's kind of like a 401k, 403b kind of buddy, but... Um, pre-tax, post-tax mm-hmm. conversion. Yep. There, there's a lot going on. Yeah, and, and the, the rules are confusing enough where it sounds like either HR or a CPA or an old agent or something said, no, you, you, you make too much money, you can't do an IRA. Well, that's actually not correct. You can fund an IRA if you want to, but you absolutely make way too much money to deduct that from your income. So, I mean, the, the limits, limits are really, really low. It's um, under under 60,000 married filing jointly. Um, it, it's, it's, you know, in the 50s, really, that if you have a 401k available or 457 or other some other plan and you make a contribution to an IRA, even if you have that plan and barely put any money into it, you can't take a deduction. You can still fund it, but it's called a non-deductible contribution. So you can still open a normal IRA and put money in it. And... When you put the money in, that that year that you file your taxes, in order to never pay taxes again on that contribution because you put in after-tax money, you have to file a Form 8606. So the idea here is that uh, you know the people that are lucky enough to be able to say, I'm maxing out my 401k, I make too much money to fund a Roth, which tells me that they're making over 180000 between the two of them. Right. Um, if I make too much money to fund a Roth, so in their case, they can't fund a Roth. They make too much money to fund a Roth. They make way too much money to deduct an IRA. So the strategy but, so the strategy is, yeah. which is a little bit silly, instead of the government just saying, hey, let everybody do a Roth. Everybody is so underprepared for retirement. Just let everybody do a Roth. <laughs> so the strategy is you put money into a normal IRA account, any normal IRA account. Go to TD Ameritrade, open up an IRA, fund it. And then that year for your taxes, you filed a Form 8606, notifying the IRS that it's a non-deductible contribution. And you turn around and 
go to TD Ameritrade, open up a Roth account, and then you fill out a conversion form, and you convert the money that's in that IRA right into a Roth. If you own, if you do not have any other IRA funds, it's tax-free. So it's just a way to fund a Roth with extra paperwork. That's all it is. It's legal. It looks illegal, though, right? Um, it looks. It, it, like, it really doesn't. Because your true intention is to fund actual, a Roth, but you fund an IRA, and yeah. then you've... It it looks it looks funny. Yeah, but let's let's face it though, Rob, is that most people that get to this level, if they're able to save that much money, and um, you know, they're they're looking for other options. They've probably had multiple jobs. Most people have multiple jobs, so they've had four hundred one k's that they roll to an IRA. So most people in their position, they're government employees, so they've stuck around a long time because they have these pensions to look forward to. Most America isn't like that, so they have multiple four hundred one k's that they've rolled into IRAs. If you have money in an IRA and you try to do this strategy, it's not tax-free. So the government likes you to do it. They're like, okay, yeah, you can have a Roth, but when you convert it, you're actually going to pay some taxes and the complicated the, – the way that it's figured, we've written a blog on it in the past, so you can check the resource page at chadburton.com. But it's still possible, and it still might be worth it for you. It's really worth it for people that make too much money to fund a Roth and don't have any other IRAs. It's just like the next best thing to your 401k. So it's kind of like good for someone like me. Yes. So that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. I'm kind of a big deal. With that said, that's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. When it comes to retirement, you're going to have to come up with some decisions on where to live. And one of the areas that, you know, you need to focus on is how much money do you have and what are the taxes in that state? Not if you own a home. You can factor the home into a different equation. But the taxes are something you can't really hide from. If you own a home in California, you could always sell it and buy three homes in Arizona. Or you could buy one home in Arizona and then have a lot of leftover money. It depends on how close you want to be to hospitals and you know, the weather issues. I know a lot of people can't live in the Pacific Northwest when they retire because allergies and, and molds and things like that affect their breathing. So there's going to be a lot to think about, and it's a serious conversation. Um, I'm at that age now where I'm down to my last 15 to 20 years of work, and I need to start thinking about where I want and what it's going to look like. Um, do I want a house on a lake where I can sit outside and get bitten by the mosquitoes with the Zika virus? <laughs> Well, going on, look at that sunset on Golden Pond. Um, I don't know. You have to think of these things. Again, taxes in California will probably should probably push most people away. Income tax of 10% and sales tax of roughly 10%. Those two alone should push more. No one should retire in California because there's options that you don't have those in other states. Now, if you're super wealthy, maybe you go, eh. Anyway, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Kanye West. 
I bet you didn't think this show would somehow be able to work in a Kanye West uh, <laughs> story, right? He just got caught using the Pirate Bay, which is a website he reportedly wants to sell. A lot of Kanye West fans love downloading torrents that violate copyright laws. Torrents are, for those of you who aren't in the know, but most of you should be, are typically audio and video files from TV shows to movies to pornography uh, to whole albums, sometimes to whole catalogs. You can get a Beatles album catalog of every album they ever did, and it'll take you four minutes to download most. You just have to know how to get there, then you have to know how to avoid the, um, how shall we say, uh, intricacies of of uh, uh, malware. So Kanye West himself apparently uses the Notorious site as he posted a picture of his computer screen, and he was on a YouTube page uh, looking at the Sufjan Stevens song, Death with Dignity. But in his browser, if you paid attention, you could see the Pirate Bay was in the background um, he apparently was looking for something called Serum, which is a synthesizer plug-in for music-making software that goes for about 200 bucks. Now, he's $53 million in debt, he claims, so we've got to cut him some slack on the $200, um, because he's also got the title subscription thing going on. He's just trying to live more frugal and be a pirate. Interesting that Torrance and... Um, other freebies on the internet haven't destroyed industries, but they have certainly altered them. You know, musicians used to make money on albums pretty lucrative, and now they're, you know, if you don't tour, you don't make a lot of money. And you don't feel bad for Taylor Swift, but you feel bad for, you know, the girl coming out of Stockton, California, who wants a career, because she's not Taylor Swift. Um, and she can have one hit wonder, and people will steal it, and it'll never lead to a career for her. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton to a little chit-chat with us on financial planning. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. Let's talk a little living trusts and probate costs. What do we need to know? Probate in California is expensive. Yep. It's uh, one of the most expensive probate states there is. Now, it's a good place to die, so it's an it's expensive place to earn money because of the high taxes. But it's a good place to die because at this point, there's no California estate tax. If you live in Oregon or Washington, there's an estate tax. Over a million bucks in Oregon, over $2 million in Washington. So a lot of people that you know think, oh, I'm going to retire and I'm going to live in Washington because there's no income taxes on my IRA withdrawals in the state of Washington. Well, if you have a large estate, then you actually could end up paying that all back in the form of estate taxes. So it's really important to know those issues before you uh, – move out of state to save current income taxes. So if you get cancer in Washington mm-hmm. and the doctor says you've got one year to l- left to live and you've got a large estate, you basically should move out of state. You know, it, it might it might pay. Um, if you haven't set up your state correctly, okay. it might it might pay. I mean, there's there's certain things that happen that you, you have to actually, in your financial plans for, for people in Oregon and Washington, you have to project those estate taxes out there. And, you know, a lot of people, I mean, look at Portland. The the traffic in Portland, Oregon in the last six months has gotten out of control. It used to be, uh, you know, as, as long as you got out of downtown Portland before 4 o'clock, you're fine. Now traffic is horrible all day long because people from California have moved up to Oregon. People are trying to get out of this. A lot, you know, the, the cost of housing here is unreal. It's absolutely unreal. 
So a lot of people, and we talked about the articles, or Redfin searches four out of seven are looking for real estate outside of the Bay Area. Yep. Um, so a lot of people are considering that option. A lot of people are retiring in California saying, oh, well, I've only got a half a million or a million bucks to retire on, which can give you about at the most 40 grand a year for the next 35 years adjusted for inflation. That's not enough to live in the Bay Area. So they're looking at their house saying, well, I paid hundred grand for this 30 years ago. I can get 2 million out of it now. Yeah. I better sell and move. And uh, so part of that search is, you know, where are you going to be happy? And sometimes it's actually dual residency. So, you know, maintaining a house in two different areas because Washington's great except for September, October, November, December, January, when it <laughs> rains nonstop, right? Summers and springs are beautiful. Income taxes are very low, but you might have a estate tax issue. CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Retirement's looking even worse for Americans, and you have to pay attention, and you have to start doing this now. Um, New York has a dubious distinction of being the worst state to retire in, but the other 49 states aren't looking much better either. The best state, Wyoming, it's got the highest score based on cost of living, taxes, health care, crime, weather, and the overall well-being. Um, women seem a lot less sanguine. At age 65, females typically have income that is 25% lower than that of men. The average income from Social Security for a man in 2014 was about $17,911. For women, about $13,800. That can make for some very unhappy people when they turn 65. Um, the odds of a woman over 65 living in poverty are 80% higher than that of a man. I know people struggle to save, but there's a couple ways to do it. Take a look at your budget now and identify places where you can cut and have more money at the end of the month. Or anytime you get a raise in the future, dedicate it to, instead of a better way of living, a better standard of living, dedicate it to your retirement and keep your current standard of living. Um, I've got a car that, you know, the, the transmission's starting to slip. It's that old, and, you know, that's a $6,000 repair, so that's one that I'm not going to go with, but I'm going to ride it out as long as I can. Now, I'm not, like, the best person in the world to, like, say, okay, I'm, I'm saving money by riding an ca old car out, but I, I think that makes a point, right? Um, I splurge elsewhere, and I shun it, but I have enough for retirement. Uh, my goal is not to work till the day I die. I saw my dad do it, and I found it very, very unattractive. You should take a look at some people that you know in retirement and and say, is that how I want to live? Because that's how most of us are going to go. Um, so just know that going in. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on there. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Some other stories of note today. Uh, private sector's added about 214,000 jobs in ADP. It's a strong report. Job market is very healthy. Um, active advertisers on Facebook have jumped 3 million. Uh, what a platform. And they've got about another year, two years of just amazing growth ahead of them. Uh, not a cheap stock, but a stock that when it goes from 110 to 90, like it did recently at the start of the year of 2016, it creates opportunities that you, you don't sit on. If you want that, you don't sit on it. Now, you could sit on it if that's, you know, totally where you're at, but not me. Donald Trump is in a lot of people's minds these days. A lot of people 
the number one search on Google right now is how do I move to Canada? Um, trending, right? Donald Trump has carefully crafted his name into gold. A lot of people look at his life as someone who has, you know, uh, championed himself and done well for himself, but not necessarily for others. Whereas you look at someone like Bernie Sanders, who he doesn't have, I'm not going to say two pennies to rub together, but he certainly seems to be the champion of the people versus himself. And then you got everyone in between. So those are the, your extremes this year in politics. Um, the Trump-branded real estate operations, such as Trump International Golf, um, the investments are closely held, makes it difficult for you know to see what has performed well and what hasn't. You were able to invest in one of his companies in the 1990s, Trump Hotels and Casinos. Uh, he was on the he was the board chairman of it. Um, that stock went basically to zero. Um, not a good thing, a bad thing. So you can't really invest in him. There's nothing out there right now that I can find that makes for obvious ideas. There's some, you know, ways to play against it where, like, for instance, if he gets president, then you probably don't want a lot of international stocks. You would probably want more domestic stocks if you believe his rhetoric, if you believe that Congress could potentially act on any of his rhetoric. Um, I've seen a lot of the super PACs recently start, you know, funneling money into getting Republican super PACs. Not him elected, but like congressman elected. Um, a lot of people don't want their dollars tied towards him. So, and of course, here's what Trump said, if you want to invest in him. He says, people that don't understand finance might not understand. Um, but for intelligent people, the Trump brand. And you're like, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, it's pretty brutal to follow him at times. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Other stories of note that, you know, is are out there right now, um, for sure. Mortgage application volume fell about 4.8% as the applicant pull shrinks. We've had really low mortgage rates for a long time. We've had real estate that's gone up pretty dramatically over the last four or five years. And again, for some cities, you're not even back to your 2006 peak. So I can tell you that my home city is not back to its 2006 peak, and I live in one of the better cities on the peninsula. Um, but because prices have gone up, you cut down the number of potential buyers, and because rates have been lo low so long, a lot of people who could refinance or buy have refinanced or bought. So not a, the best time in the world to be a mortgage lender. Average rate for a 30-year fixed mortgage at this point in time is coming around at 3.83%, which is stunning. Stunningly low. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com.
I saw that California, or San Francisco rather, just raised the smoking limit to purchase tobacco, 21 versus 18. And you'd think, you know, is that going to hurt publicly traded companies like Altria? Um, California tends to lead, San Francisco in particular. You know, the idea of charging for a plastic bag, super offensive when we first heard about it. But then we're like, yeah, we're okay with it. So my car's got too many cloth bags in it now because there was times where I didn't have a cloth bag with me. So I'd buy another cloth bag and suddenly I've got too many cloth bags. <laughs> I keep them in the car because if I don't, then I'm going to be buying another cloth bag. Um, but yeah, so like today Altria is trading down a little bit and Altria is, you know, tied towards Philip Morris. Uh, at one point in time, the Marlboro man, Philip Morris, kind of became symbols of cancer. So Philip Morris changed their name to Altria Group, ticker symbol MO. Um, you know, a nod back to its old days, but they came up with a name like Altria. Why? Because Altria doesn't sound like cancer. Altria sounds pretty good. And it doesn't really mean anything other than it sounds pretty good. If you take a look at the last two years, Altria has gone from $35 a share to $60 a share. And this is the domestically owned company that is, is a player in cigarettes. Uh, if you go back to 2008, when it split apart, they split their their international businesses away, and that's called Philip Morris. Um, and Altria is the domestic, but it was a $20 stock. So in eight years, it's gone from 20 to 61 and paid a nice dividend along the way. And you probably wouldn't think that. 3.6% of a dividend, you know, you're not getting that in a bank. You're not getting that in annuities. You have to look at yourself and go, uh, that's pretty good. Cancer kills, but uh, cancer also sits at, sits, is, is a business. People get addicted to the stuff, right? And you would honestly think in this day and age that a company that sells a cancer stick couldn't possibly be in business. But they are. Um, economically sensitive stocks, Citigroup higher, Bank of America higher. Um, the energy sector, uh, higher today, the financial sector as well, they're outperforming. So I think Bank of America and Citigroup are both very attractive long-term investments. But you're going to have to wait for the turn in interest rates. And some people think that's never going to happen. Some people think we are addicted to low interest rates forever and ever. And if that's the case, then you probably don't want to go after a financial stock. Chevron and Anadarko, two different companies. Anadarko trading higher, Chevron trading lower. So 800-516-1220. There's a great article at the New York Times today, which is called A Plan in Case Robots Take the Jobs, Give Everyone a Paycheck. I like the New York Times because they take chances with their writing, and it doesn't all feel like Reuters and, you know, today Nike reported earnings. But... Let's just say, and this is summed up from the article, that down the road, robots take over our jobs and we become the robotic state of America. Most manual laborers will have been replaced by bots. Truck drivers, cabbies, delivery workers, airline pirates, all are replaceable. Doctors, lawyers, business executives, all are replaceable. Um, the idea of going up to a kiosk, sticking out your tongue... 
having a robot take a picture of your mouth, um, doing a, a, an examination where they take a picture of your body. I, I feel pretty comfortable with that. And I think we're going that direction slowly but surely in healthcare. Um, so there's a good article about, you know, what would our economy look like? And would we have to give people free money to not work? What would people do with their time? Would golfing go up? Would we find more meaningful pursuits of helping the world, um, which would be good? Wage growth right now is sluggish. Job security is non-existent. Inequality looks uh, despicable. The ideas that once seemed like such a sure path to a better future are in doubt. So will the robots take over? And what will we do if that's the case? So it's a good article, New York Times. Kanye West kind of got busted today. Uh, he took a picture of his computer to show people that, like, hey, he's listening to a, a song on YouTube um, called Death with Dignity. And two other tabs on his computer both showed, you know, that he was on pirating sites. And he's a guy who's lost millions and millions of dollars to people who pirate his albums. So Kanye West fans love downloading Torrents. His f new album that just came out, 500,000 of them were illegally downloaded in the first 24 hours. If you know how to use a computer and you don't have a problem with copyright issues, you don't have to pay for any music or TV or movies. Um, and it's funny because I know someone who works in radio, and he's the biggest proponent of I should get more money for my job. Uh, screw the bosses. Screw the big company. He no longer works for the radio company that I'm tied to. Um, but at the same time, he was pirating HBO's you know, Game of Thrones on a regular basis. So anyway, Kanye got busted uh, downloading what looks to be a synthesizer plug-in for music-making software. It's about $200. So how does a guy with that kind of money, even though he says he's $53 million in debt, how does he not pay for goods that he uses to make his music? And I guess... You know, uh, Napster changed us all on a lot of level. Digital distribution, you know, broke a lot of industries and, and changed how they have to work going forward. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Find me at rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. Don't be shy. Hopefully we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.